Happy New Year! Yes! 2020! <laughs> Hunger Games, we're going to get into Hunger Games 2020. Now we can say 2020. Hunger Games yeah. oh, 2020. I get, I get it, yeah. What is going on in Iran? Toby? Um, or you know, Iraq. Bad guys are dying. Yeah, yeah. And all of the above. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Bob Fu from ChinaA.org is yeah. coming on for our interview. Super. He's going to break fan- it down. Yeah, fantastic. He's break it down. Break down China, Pastor, Hong Kong. Pastor Wang Yi. Yeah. Early yeah. Rain Covenant Church. Yeah. Hong Kong. Yeah. NBA. NBA. Trump's trade deal. It was good. Yeah. Pastor Toby, Chuck Knox, the water boy. It is hey. so good to be in the studio Happy our New first, Year. Our first show of the year. It's yeah. great. I'm excited. Hey. You know? hey, I, I'm excited, too. All the hey. lovely Christmas gifts that we got from our club members. Oh, man. Mm. Man. Most importantly, all the people that joined. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We had our biggest club membership month that was, in December. Hey, that was Merry Christmas Welcome, to us. Yeah. Welcome to the club. I, we are Happy out of pints. You? We have no more pints anymore. They're so gone. I, I got to figure out something else to, to give to our Tumblr. new Remember, club members. If, Tumblr. if you become a member, every time we do a show, technology... Uh, uh, um, you know, allowing you yep. get and Lord live willing access. You get live access to the recording of the show. There are people yep. right now, members of Cross Politic, yep. that are watching us. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Yes. yes. While we record the show, <laughs> they get to see what happens record. during the breaks, and, and, and yeah. like they, yeah, they get to get to watch yeah. it all the way through. Yeah. And some of them even ask us questions here and there during yep. prep time. Yeah. Yep. And we just we tell them what we think. I mean, yep. it, I don't know. So how we call it, it we call it backstage access. You, you know what they backstage ask? Backstage access. access. You know so if you become a member, you get backstage access. They ask, "What is Pastor Toby's favorite stinger?" That's what they ask. Yeah. And so I, I get to do tell things hey, like that. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Answer that question. So, hey, guys, we're going to be at G3 here in a couple weeks. If you guys are not yes. signed up, Ooh. we're going to be there. We're going to be doing Atlanta. a live show with Ali Stuckey and Rachel Rachel Jankovic. Yes. And we're going to be doing a show at our booth with Pastor Doug Wilson. Oh. Yes. We're going to teach you guys how to oh. dug We have all sorts wait, of wait, wait, inter- wait, wait. Doug Wilson at G3 is going to be with us at G3. Yep. We're, we're bringing him oh, out to be with yes. us at G3. And our show with Doug is going to be Worship is Warfare. Yep. Yeah. And yep. Uh, just super. This kind of is going to be our topic anyway, though. Yeah. <laughs> the whole, the whole, yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole, whole deal. Super excited to fellowship with Josh Bice. Yes. Uh, Tom Askell. Is uh, Tom going to be there? Is Vody going to be there? Vody's going to be there. Gonna be there. Yeah. It's going to be a great time. I talk to him to- about his, you know. His problems, his issues. Oh, he got some issues? Oh, yeah. No, you you know, he does his nails. Gets his nails done. <laughs> he does a manicure. He does manicures. Does your nail polish? Not like manicures and pedicures. All right, we got to move on. We can't, oh, wait, we can't wait, hang out. I'm going to confirm Tom Maskell's supposed to be there. Oh, he's getting oh, his up. I, I want James him to stay White. home. James White is going to be Dr. James. I saw Ooh. some of the stuff he's preparing on, on Facebook and Twitter. He's going to be crazy. It's going to be great. Yeah, okay. That's exciting. Forward to that. So, hey, that's in a couple weeks at G3, and we're also going to just be doing all sorts of and stuff. And then we're road tripping. Oh. And then we're doing a, a East Coast tour up through Nashville, D.C., Philly, and possibly NYC, New York. And so if you guys we'll want to reach out to us, if we can kind of schedule something while oh. it fits the schedule oh. and everything. Oh. Message. Um, um, can, yeah. can, can we talk about some of the people that we, we want to get? Can we, well, that we have got can we and say, want to get? Can we say uh, who, uh, let, let's say uh, who we, can I, I we say just, who we already got? Do we want, we can say who we, we can say, say no. Okay. Say no. I, I, so I, I can't say, say like the big name. But while we're on the trip, we're going to be doing some live feeds. We're also going to be doing some behind, we're going to be uploading stuff to the member portal. As yep. we go, right? Yep. That's right. And yep. So if you're a member, you can be like checking in and seeing what we're doing along yep. the way. That's right. And then, of course, we'll be recording stuff for shows that will come out later on. Yep, yep, yep. It's going to be a ride. We're, we're pretty excited about that trip. And, man, this could not be possible without our club members. So I mean, that's why we need 
many more club members. Yeah, yeah we do. To hit uh, what we want to do this next year and, and including what we're doing with our Fight Laugh Feast conference October oh, 1st through the 3rd. You guys can actually go to our website and sign up for the email list for our October oh, conference. Yeah. It's our first it's our first conference. Politics guys, doing a conference. We are doing all this in faith. We are doing a conference. We're doing a freaking conference. It's incredible. Oh, in Nashville, no. Tennessee, we got a great venue out there in downtown, surrounded by hotels, restaurants, everything. October 1, 2, and 3, yep. 2020, be in Nashville. Yeah. We are going to be there. Yeah. Whether anyone else shows up or not, so not we're going to do it. Be, we're going to hang out. We're going to have a good time. And if you're party. a club member, you get a discount. So you need to sign up and join our club now because yeah. you get a discount at our conference. I just got to say, the venue looks amazing. Yeah. You're Fantastic. excited about yeah, that. I'm excited. Fantastic. Oh, I'm talking about Sabbath dinner, too. Have we mm-hmm. talked about Okay, we, we have talked about it. There's going to be feasting. It's yes. going to be the most unique Fight Laugh Feast conference ever. That's we, all I'm saying. We're just going to do what <laughs> we're we gonna, We're going to make Fight Laugh Feast great again. Oh, also want to thank all of our yes. sponsors. Yes. You people have blessed us immensely. Samaritan Ministries, Classical Conversations, One Hat Technologies, which yeah. does not make hats. No. They do technology. Yes. That fits all <laughs> Moscow Family platforms. Dentistry. Yeah. Man. Ben Bowen. You guys don't even know how much they've helped us. I'm just get, I'm just Just you. have something wrong with your teeth and, and go, go see. Just get a cleaning. <laughs> just go <laughs> see him. Go get clean. If your teeth are clean, go get another cleaning. <laughs> Story Family Medicine. Oh, they're, they're just, fantastic. They're just jumping on, right? Yes, oh, yeah. they're just jumping on. Rant, Story yep. Family Medicine. We'll, we'll have more about that okay. sponsorship uh, here. Anyways. Of course, Tenacore. Uh, Tentacore has been riding with us for a yeah. while. Speaking yeah. of which, they just updated their their Velo hoster. Did they? Gabe, can you contact them and say oh, that we need one of those man. models for me for my um, Glock forty forty three X? Yeah, because yeah, <clears throat> I need. I just need to. I need to test it out on the show so we can talk and show yeah, how good right. they really remember, are. Remember, that's the only place you can get that cool patch. Yeah, you yep. that cool patch right there. And then Canon Press, Canon Press is so kind uh, to us. They give us. They give us free books. You know what? They feed my need. They yeah. people. They yeah. people. I need books. And then, of course, NSA. NSA. Yeah. We love a, New San Andreas We, we love NSA. NSA.edu. All right, guys. We've got to talk about the news. we got to get quick. Yep, U.S. has just taken out number one bad guy in the Middle East. I don't know. Oh. Maybe in the world. <laughs> I don't was, know. I that, you was, said that was Biden. a was like, headline, wasn't it? Uh, it, it's, it is a headline. Qasem Soleimani. Right? The United States yeah. killed high-profile commander of Iran's secret Quds Force with a drone strike. In Iraq, early Friday morning, uh, according to the Department of Defense, yeah. he was taken out with a uh, a drone. It was a drone strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was apparently on his way. He was in a car driving on his way to the airport, and uh, and they ka- got him. Kaboom! They tagged him. Uh, <laughs> another man, Abu Mahdi Al Mahandis, is said to be the deputy of the militias, known as the Popular Mobilization Units, and a close advisor to Soleimani, was also killed in the airstrike near Baghdad's airport according to Iraqi television reports. Uh, the PMU tweeted that Al-Mahandis and Soleimani were killed when their vehicle was hit on the road to the airport. Um, if you guys don't know, Qasem Soleimani has been in control of Iran's Quds Force. Yeah. Military. For, yeah, it's their special oh, ops yeah. force, basically. For like 20 years. For more than more 20 than years. Yeah. Um, his, his current greatest hits include <laughs> helping uh, Bashar al-Assad, Wow. Uh, in Syria, yep. slaughter hundreds of thousands of his own people in the Syrian civil war. Wow. <laughs> Stoking the Houthis in Yemen's civil war yep. and overseeing the killing of hundreds of Iraqi protesters recently demonstrating against Iranian influence in their country. Um, so Iran has been infiltrating Iraq yep. and um, and Soleimani has been uh, has been instrumental in suppressing the resistance yeah. to Iranian infiltration of right. 
a rock. Right. He's um, kind of been a main guy in a lot of that. Uh, and, in, and really importantly for Americans, Soleimani was behind the deaths of hundreds of American soldiers during the Iraqi war. Right. Hundreds right. of soldiers. And, and even recently, um, I don't know if you read this, but even recently, he uh, he's apparently responsible for some of the killings uh, like last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. With a uh, private contractor, U.S. contractor, right. and some military. So remember, um, yeah. I, I covered this in one of our daily news briefs, which we're doing now. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Daily news briefs. Gabe, Gabe and I are tag teaming this, That's if we right. can keep our days straight. <laughs> um, and uh, But I'm uh, talking about the, there was a protest outside the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad right. uh, last week that was quickly put down. But it was the protesters or... You know, the New York Times tweeted out that they were mourners yeah. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. of airstrikes. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, Soleimani was behind a number of attacks um, on um, uh, bases and places where there are U.S. people. Right. Um, they troops were, and troops contractors. and contractors yeah. and businessmen. And they were, been, they were targeting them because they were U.S. Yeah. And, right. a, and a particular contra- business contractor had been killed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and it was Iranian-backed people. I mean, these, these protesters were actually yeah, yeah. Uh, Iran- Iranian Militiamen, yeah, yeah, basically, right. um, and, and, they, and they probably were mourning. <laughs> just for the rest, they were probably yeah. sad. They were probably yeah. sad. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, the U.S. State Department put the number of Americans killed uh, by the Iranian proxies um, run by Soleimani at at six hundred and eight uh, Americans killed okay. um, by his work since two thousand. Uh, three. Trump hasn't responded officially yet, as of here Friday morning, as our recording. He's responded, but he he did tweet American flag out. That was his response. <laughs> that was it. American flag. That was it. Everybody knows what that means. Um, also, he, he doesn't need a marketing department. But, but the st- yeah, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he got it. The, he got it. The Department of Defense, though, did put out a statement. It says, at the direction of the president, the U.S. military has taken decisive defensive action to protect U.S. personnel abroad by killing Qasem Soleimani, the head of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps Quds Force, a U.S.-designated foreign terrorist organization. So it's been designated a foreign terrorist organization. General Soleimani was actively developing plans to attack American diplomats and service members in Iraq Mm -hmm. and throughout the region. General Soleimani and his Quds Force were responsible for the deaths of hundreds of American and coalition service members and the wounding of thousands more. He had orchestrated attacks on coalition bases in Iraq over the last several months, including the attack on December 27th, culminating in the death and wounding of an additional American and Iraqi personnel. General Soleimani also approved the attacks on the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad that took place this last week. The strike was aimed at deterring future Iranian attack plans. The United States will continue to take all necessary action to protect our people and our interests wherever they are around the world. Okay, question, question, question. That's where I was going to go. Question. Um... (laughs) If I ran, raise your hand. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, chocolate knocks. Yeah. If I ran, had a bad guy over yeah. in America. In America, you mean yeah. uh, Iraq? Iraq. That's I'm sorry, I'm, Iraq. If Iraq had a bad but, guy, uh, it's all connected. It's a, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Are we talking about Iran or Iraq? They're two Both. different what, countries. Uh, no, but it's all connected. He's doing this in Iraq. Right. Right. Okay. So let's say they had. So let's say, but he was in Iran when this happened. Right. No, he's in he, Iraq. He, he, he yeah. was in Iraq. Okay. So let's say that um, they have a bad guy over here in America. Yeah. They they want to get to that bad guy because he's been attacking people who are their citizens here in America. Yeah. And they want to get to him. They fly a drone yeah. to America's airspace. Send out a missile and kill him on the way to airport. LAX. The LA, the You're airport. talking about an American? No, no. Iranian. An Iranian or Iraqian. Drone. Iraqian. Well, I, I, I just repeated what he said. 
<laughs> drone. I, I'm, I'm sorry, saying, I'm confused. 20, 20, 20, no, I'm just two saying, different countries, yeah, Iran yes. and Iraq. Yeah, yeah. So which one is he from? Which one is Iran? Iran. So, so let's say Iran. So he's been infiltrating Iraq. Iraq. Yeah, yes. yes. I, okay, so but let's say that Iran or Iraq, pick one. Okay, they fly a drone, kill. They all look the same. Is that what you're oh, saying? Oh, is that what you're I'm saying? saying any other country. Okay. Any other country. Any other country. Flies a drone into America to kill one of their bad guys. Yeah. How well is that going to go over with us? Oh, it's it's not going to go well. <laughs> no. At all. Right. But, but anyway, here's, here, here's, and, and so. Go ahead. It's finished. Finished. Finish, you're losing not, me. But I don't think. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that, look, I'm, I know this is a bad guy, and I think that he, he probably needs to die, and he's done some things even recently that require him to be dealt with. Um, and I get that the complicate there's complications between Iran and Iraq to be able to get their milit their military or their police, whoever it is, yeah. their country to deal with this guy. Yeah. And so there's some I get all that. Um, yet at the same time, isn't there grounds and guidelines in which we should be engaging right. this as I think biblically you're, about this? Are you, are you asking like, should we have asked Iraq's permission to do I'm that? I'm wondering what when we talk about going through the the uh a, a process of doing things. How much of that process did we go about doing before we just dropped the bomb? Well, I think and, there's, I and, think there is that question and, and I think it's important. And and why didn't, why, if, if we did do that, was it say, okay, why wouldn't we put pressure on those governments, which we do have the ability to do right. and say, bring us his head. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a place. Bring for us that. His, 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 his head. And if you don't bring us his head, yeah, then there, now we have a yeah. different kind of problem, but I, just to fly a drone into another country Next to their airport, because if somebody did that to us, it would be game well, we over. Have, we have drones over their country every day, constantly. That's another point. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah. I, but I think yeah. it's different when you've been babysitting a country. Are we are we actively at yeah, war? That, no, that is true. We, we've been babysitting around. No, that, that, we, dude, we have not uh, declared. Uh, Congress has just not keep declared walking war. Back the problem because it gets worse. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> right you know? Congress yeah. hasn't declared war since what World War Two. I don't even. Know. I think I, I think or, Congress or, or is, is it Korea. No, I think it was World War II is the last time Congress officially declared war, I think. Okay. It's been, a, whatever it is, it's been a long time. Yeah. And we haven't been practicing this under Obama, under Bush, under, right. under Clinton, under what, Bush. What did you, you say about Obama, uh, Obama's drone strikes? The most, he was like drone king or something I, like that. I forget. He has a nickname yeah. for being like the most drone strike president to, to date. Obama? Obama. Ob yes. Yeah. yeah. But here's, here's the thing is like Trump, so Trump is, it seems like to me his military foreign policy is to get as many troops out and then just do pinpoint strikes sure. on on problem problem people and problem areas. Well, and just order the number of troops into Kuwait. Uh, right. No, he he did now because of all the stuff yeah. that's going to happen with the results of the fallout of this Iraq-Iran thing. Right. Um, but it just seems like, which makes me kind of really nervous because Congress hasn't declared war and then we're just doing – you know, what evidence are we gathering? You know, if we, we're doing drone strikes, are we gathering evidence? But, but we, oh, did, we did seven drone strikes. We, we've done a number of drone strikes in the last few weeks. Yeah, I know. Right. And, right. and, um, and so this well, one, the only what reason this is hitting the news is because it's a big name target. Right. Well, yeah. and why are liberals freaking out about it? Right. Right. Today. Well, because, yeah. because, well, the, well the, the professed reason is because of uh, the fear of Iranian war. Well, yeah. that and they trying to tag Trump with no, some sort of yeah. Benghazi. The other scenario. reason is because orange man bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right, right. right. So anything that Trump does is bad by definition. Yeah. But right. I would say 
uh, a number of them at least have some consistency in saying we don't want war with Iran. Yeah. Right. We don't it, want war. And you you strike one of the leaders of their, you know, one of their top generals. Yeah, right. yeah. And it's, you know, it's kind of a call to war. Yeah. And it seems like some of the locals in one sense or another are happy about what has happened. Yet oh, at yeah. the same time, they're afraid because yeah. we should have figured this out with Saddam. Right. When you remove somebody like this, a position of power, you yeah. open up right. a vacuum. What's going to yeah. fill that? Yeah, and so the question is, is yeah, what's what is going to fill that? Yeah. And, I, and I think so. I think there's a real question mark over yeah. um, because there have been protests in Iran yeah. uh, against the regime there, the yeah. Islamic regime. Yeah. Um, there have been protests in Iraq against the Iranian right. um, intrusions. Right. Um, there were um, uh, Mike Pompeo, the, uh, uh, the secretary of se- state, secretary of state, um, tweeted out a video uh, uh, of apparently. Um, celebrations in the streets in Baghdad yeah. over this. Yeah. Um, I, I was following a few Twitter feeds last night of uh, uh, Persian Iranian Americans, immigrants, and they were saying um, that all the words they're hearing from um, their family and friends yeah. was relief sure. and celebration. But I don't think that's the only thing. But they did the same thing with Saddam. I mean, yep. this is like Hydra. We should know this over there. Yeah, we I cut know. off one head of the snake, and yep. then some. There's always another bad guy who wants to outdo the last bad guy. Right. right. No, I agree. <laughs> so, I, it, it's it's a uh, it, it's a minefield. And, and yeah. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have gotten. Right. I'm just saying that we maybe we can think about other ways to figure out how to not create the last situations we've been creating. Yeah. Yeah. And. You know, again, well, I, one I, other point I want to make here before we go out go is o- Obama was making giving billions of dollars to Iraq, making uh, a nuclear not, yeah, that's not deal. the way either. And, you know, and, so, and Iran, and, and Iran. Right? So Obama the, was they made the Iran um, uh, uh, treaty thing. Yeah, right? the, I forget what it's called. Nuclear but yes. deal or whatever. Right. So Obama's snuggling up to Iraq and Iran. And you said snuggling, snuggling, basically. And and the liberals <laughs> are all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump snuggles up to North Korea, Kim Jong Un. Uh, right, and tries to be friendly. Tried, it tried. No, he's well. They're still working whatever's going on over there, and and then Trump has a a strong uh, stance with Iraq and Iran, and the liberals are freaking out. So they're like, right. "Hey, he's he, he's being friendly to Kim Jong Un, yep. but then now he's being mean against uh, you know Iraq and Iran." And it, it, there's yeah. something I think there's something well, there's, more there's going on. Politics. There that we there's a big yeah, politics. Exactly. And the thing that Christians need to watch out for is yeah, yep. there's a bunch of politics surrounding all this, and then right. the, but we really do need to ask the deeper questions of. What is biblical justice? That's right. what I want to uh, What is just war? What is just war? Is there is there a just droning theory? And, and, but I, and, yeah, I think, you know? there, I think there is. Of course. But I also think that part of learning biblical wisdom is first lay down all the principles of justice. Yeah. And you have to have those down. Yeah. You really have to have those down. You do. But then on top of that, you can't have a simplistic application of those no, no, principles. No, life is complicated. It, it takes biblical wisdom. And sometimes I would say you chop off one of the heads of the Hydra because that's the best you can do in the moment. Yeah, sure. Uh, and and other times you don't. Yeah, and other right. times you use a different play. But we have, all we've done is that for the most yeah. part. Well, I, I think the last eight years, though, with Obama, we weren't – I mean, we were – we were pretending not to do we that. Were, we were feeding Hydra. But we were feeding <laughs> yeah. Hydra and, and, bombing and, them and occasionally exactly. bombing stuff, yeah. too, yeah. in a yeah. random way. That's right. I, I don't know. LAPD, interestingly enough, tweeted out last night, while there's no credible threat to Los Angeles, the LAPD is monitoring the events developing in Iran. <laughs> <laughs> we will continue to communicate with state, local, federal, and international law enforcement partners regarding any significant intel that may Thank develop. Thank you, LAPD. The uh, Mayor Blasio... In New Tweeted York, out the same thing. Uh, said the same something thing. the yeah, same yeah. thing about the yeah. New York City PD, and of course, on the surface, like nine eleven happened. I get it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think this is also a, a little bit played up. I yeah. just don't remember them doing any yeah. of that under Obama. 
Yeah, right, right. When, when, when he, he, all when, the drone strikes. Did he take out, who took out Osama? It was, Obama. It was, it was That's a, Obama. Well, yeah. well, I mean, it was, a, it was under Obama, yeah, okay. but let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But Wasn't want, it the dog? Did, yeah, what's his he, name? He just but, in the office. Did man. LAPD yeah. and, and, and New York City, NYPD, did they tweet out things no. that we're, don't worry, we're taking care of security no, no, no. now that he took out Osama no, bin They were Laden. praising him. I see y'all thought Trump, he was going to be Trump's a Trump's not going to protect you, but right. we will. Right. So Hunger Games 2020 here real quick. All right. A quick update. First, Castro is out. Not Fidel. Oh. Because I said he's been out for a long time. Julian. His spirit lives on. Castro's out. Julian Castro's out. He's out. He said it's not feasible anymore. It never was. Just to, you know. Uh, But this last quarter fundraising, I find pretty interesting. Okay. Pinko Pete, he got $24 in the quarter fundraising. So last quarter of 2019, he got $24 That's quite a bit. That's a a lot. For being, well, so he might now be the runner, the leading in Iowa. and. He's competitive in New Hampshire, which is interesting. So, anyways, uh, and then Sanders got raised about thirty-four million. Bernie did Bernie. thirty-four. Bernie in a quarter. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump raised forty-six million. So he <laughs> he he kicked them all, and then Biden Biden barely snuck in twenty-two million. Well, that's still a lot. Barely. But that's a lot of but money. But that's though. still a lot of money. It is, but he is supposed to As be the a, front runner. Well, front okay. And, and okay. He, he's had some bad quarters. So his last quarter was actually his best quarter, I think, so far. Compare this, but, though. Compare fourth quarter fundraising in 2003. So right before the 2004. 17 years ago? Yeah. Okay. okay that, this would be Bush and Kerry, wouldn't it be? Yeah. yeah. Compare this, though, just uh, uh, for fun. For okay. kicks and giggles, okay. as they okay. say. Okay. Howard Dean raised sixteen <laughs> million. Remember, remember him? How much they have to buy him? That's funny. Sixteen million. Uh-huh. He yeah. had the highest number at the end of the fourth quarter. That's the most any anybody raised in the Democratic field. Sixteen Man. million, less than all of these people. And of course, you got inflation and stuff. But Wesley Clark, Who? remember him? Uh huh. Raised ten point three million. Don't but even remember that runner guy. Runner up. Nobody knows Wesley Clark. No. no. And I'm just saying, like, it could be that in 17 wow. years, nobody knows who Pete Buttigieg is. Yeah, no, it's true. Even though he got 24 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John Kerry, who got the nomination that year, yeah, who went raised Bush. only 5.2 million. Wow. He was married to the Heinz lady, wasn't he? Yeah. And so. 2.9 million of that was a loan from his own mortgage on his house. I thought you were going to say loan from his wife. Yeah, wow. no, but I'm just saying, look, you. The numbers are fun and interesting. Um, it doesn't really mean anything. Though. But I don't think they tell us as much as people want them. I think people need news. Well, well Gabe I, just needs something to talk about. Well, yeah. you know, well it, it is interesting. There's a lot of money floating over there. And I just, if people want to burn money, they yeah. can sign up for club memberships. Yeah. Hey, cross <laughs> club memberships. Come on now. We can figure I, out how to burn the, that I money a, to do yeah. things I that are better. feeling, though, the people that are giving to Pinko Pete and Sanders and Biden are probably not. Interested in signing up for club memberships? They, they, but if they, I mean, if but, they just want to see what their money does, they just want to burn money. But yeah, but you know what? I I can't understand why somebody would give their money to somebody like Bernie Sanders, knowing that he doesn't have a chance to win the nomination. Yeah. He really doesn't. Yeah. You know, I, I I think Bernie Sanders is is an Overton window phenomenon. What do you mean by that? Uh, you remember we passed, we talked to Pastor Doug about the Overton window. Yeah, yeah. With no quarter November. No quarter November. Overton, yeah, yeah. On the conservative side, the Overton window is the idea of this sort of what is acceptable discourse in society. What yeah. are ex- a range of acceptable views? What's right. considered, and then on either end, what's considered extreme. And people push extremes in order to push that Overton window in a particular direction. That's right. Which is why, you know, a hundred years ago, somebody saying that, you know, sodomy was an abomination out yeah, loud yeah. in public, everybody would have said, well, of course. 
Yep. Yeah. Right. And uh, that's why we have laws against it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you say that out loud. And now you, you can't even say gay says sin. And you're going to get prosecuted for <laughs> right. hate crimes. That's I right. think Sanders is a leftist, socialist, Overton, Overton window absolutely. pusher. But isn't the whole that's left good. an Overton window? Well, get that. Yeah. 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 Bapu up next on CrossPolitik, ChinaAid.org. You do not want to miss this interview. More CrossPolitik when we come back. Yeah, the whole left is like an Overton window. <laughs> you know, it's like it's 120 million at least is moving but, on. But like Pico Pete. Americans have been traveling down the health insurance highway for decades. But lately, it's been taking us to places we don't want to go. For Christians, it's hard to know which road to take. Or is it? Samaritan Ministries provides a different direction, a biblical path for their members to pray for each other and share financially in each other's medical needs. This idea that Samaritan has adopted from the book of Acts should permeate all parts of our lives, not just health sharing. We, as a body of believers, are living out New Testament Christianity. This is what God intended for the church. Do you believe that you need an insurance company, or do you believe that God will provide your needs? And there are people that you've never met before who are going to pray for you and meet your needs. There's another way. Looking for a new direction for your health care? Visit us online at SamaritanMinistries.org. Good old Texan here. Oh, brother. You would think I was ready for that. <laughs> oh, brother. Hey, welcome back to Cross Politics. Yeah, I did that since last year. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> On the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network, we are grateful to be coming at you today with a fantastic guest. He is from Texas. Amen. Yeah, he is. I just wanted to get that out of the way. Can we just get yep. that out of the way? Yeah, All right. Okay. Uh, Bob Fu, or Shi Chu. Yeah, Fu. Yeah, that's right. Graduated from the School of International Relations at the People's University in Beijing and taught English to Communist Party officials at the Beijing Administrative College and Beijing Party School of the Chinese Communist Party from 1993 to 1996. Hmm. Uh, Mr. Fu was also Ooh. a house church leader in Beijing until he and his wife Heidi were imprisoned for two months for illegal evangelism in 1996. I'm sorry, say that again. Illegal evangelism. I've never heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob and Heidi fled to the United States as religious refugees in 1997 and subsequently founded China Aid in 2002 to bring international attention to China's gross human rights violations and to promote religious freedom and the rule of law in China. As president of China Aid, Fu has testified before the Congressional uh, Tom Lantos Human Rights Commission the House Foreign Affairs Committee, the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom, the European Commission and European Union Parliament, and cross-politics studios. Uh, Fu also regularly briefs the State Department, and in 2008, Fu was invited to the White House to brief President George W. Bush on religious freedom and human rights in China. Bob Fu graduated with a Ph.D. from St. John's College at the University of Durham in the U.K. in a field of religious freedom. He also graduated from Westminster Theological Seminary, in Philadelphia. Wow. So he's, WTS. He's pretty much graduated from everywhere, and he's a master of everything. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Fu, thank you so much for joining us on Cross Politic. 
Thank you, except I'm not a master of Kung Fu. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish to. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I, I, I should have. I should have. Mm. Yeah, that's good. He's, he's done this before. Masters in puns, yeah. too. So yeah. you've been giving uh, um, briefs uh, to the State Department from to the, you know, the EU and so on. Um, we, we need to get a brief from you here today on CrossPolitik on what's been going on, particularly uh, we wanted to ask you about Pastor Wang Yi, and um, and uh, he's the pastor of Early Rain Covenant Church, um, and um, he, he re- was recently sentenced to nine years. I'm sure you've been following this. Uh, what's been going on, and can you fill us in from your perspective on, on the situation there? Thank you. First of all, Happy New Year to you all and uh, to the Thank uh, you. listeners um, uh, of Cross Politics. It's uh, really an honor for me on the uh, right after New Year to be with you. On this uh, program, um, yeah, the uh, harsh sentence of a uh, peaceful preacher, uh, the house church leader, Pastor Wang Yi, who is a very close friend of mine since 2006. Mm. Um, he, uh, on the New Year's Eve, December 30th, uh, after secret trial on the post-Christmas on December 26th, with no family member allowed to be there, no lawyers was even allowed to be representing him, mm. except the government arranged uh, legal representatives. Um, and on the on the on the on the simply uh, uh, trumped charges uh, of uh, so-called inciting the subversion of state power and the so-called illegal business management, mm. uh, based on his sermons and his. Uh, leadership in the church, like printing some Christian literatures uh, in the uh, unofficial church that he has been leading, is astonishing. Mm. I mean, this is uh, really the uh, confirmation, or you can see the the kind of uh, true representative uh, representation of the face of the Chinese uh, uh, evil regime and it's a so-called religious freedom record. Mm. And uh, Pastor Wang Yi is actually the first Chinese independent house church pastor ever uh, who received the uh, the uh, um, charge and indictment on the name of uh, inciting the subversion of state power. Huh. And the only piece of evidence was one of his sermons. On a Sunday, he was preaching a message of repentance uh, based on the gospel. And uh, he uttered the sentence by saying, even President Xi Jinping, you know, the, the, the current uh, Communist Party leader and dictator, uh, needs to repent yeah. for persecuting God's church. Otherwise, he will be perished too, uh. according to the Bible. That is the inciting subversion of state power for nine years imprisonment. Wow, calling the president to repentance. Yeah, wow. Now, yeah, now the, and uh, yes. The idea of being a pastor of a house church, I think maybe you can help our listeners, our audience understand, there is an organized, government-recognized church sort of uh, movement called the three-self um, movement. And and if you're not yes, part of that— self- you're part. You're considered a house church merely if you're not under the government-sponsored church. Is that right? Um, yes, um, pretty right. So he uh, the under the communist system uh, in 1953, 
when uh, Chairman Mao, you know, yes. uh, sent the Chinese military to uh, Korea, um, uh, launched the Korea War with Americans, and um, the so-called three self uh, pre-patriotic movement was uh, established uh, uh, among the government-sanctioned uh, uh, churches. It's uh, initially actually it's called um, the Anti-America Aiding Korea Three Self Patriotic Movement of Christians. Huh. So that was officially the organization was launched under the direct leadership of the top Chinese Communist Party leaders. Right. So the organization was established with the sole purpose is to use the Christianity uh, uh, as an organization and to destroy Christianity wow. under communism and socialism. Right. Right. So um, on, on the surface, the Communist Party allow the existence of five so-called uh, uh, patriotic religious uh, organizations. Uh, on Buddhism, Doism, Islam, and uh, the uh, Catholicism and uh, Protestantism is represented by this uh, three-self-patriotic movement right. organization. So yeah. if you are registered and willingly to uh, be controlled totally by the Chinese Communist Party, then you are supposedly to be protected and legally uh, kind of uh, supported, but outside that um, is um, what would be called the house churches because uh, uh, most of the Chinese Christians worship in these house churches, and they are declared as illegal right. in their legal status. This is just like yeah. first century. So that's the fundamental difference. Yeah, yeah. This this is just like the first century church where Christians. Um, the it reason is. why they were persecuted is because they had no king but Jesus, and they. Uh, you know, That's Rome, right. Rome, yeah, Rome was happy with all the religions, but once Christianity as long, challenged, as long as they submitted, as long to Rome. as they submitted under Caesar, yeah. But once they, once the, but, but because King Jesus challenged Caesar, said he was over Caesar, that, Caesar that, had to repent. That, and, yeah. That's right, and Caesar had to repent. This is what got Christians persecuted. Um, how? Yes. How well, the fundamental difference is that the lordship of Christ. Yeah. yeah. Who yes, is right. the true lord of the church? Communist yes. Party or Communist Party leader or President Xi Jinping or the, Jesus Christ. One of the things that's been actually helpful, if you if you listen to or read some of Pastor Wang Yi's um, uh, uh, statements and, and sermons statements, and so yeah. on, he's very, very careful and clear yes. um, acknowledging that civil magistrates have true authority. Yeah. yeah. His, mm-hmm. his, his, uh, and to submit to them. And to submit to them. He's very and, clear and, about and that. His, and, and that God establishes those authorities. Yeah. And so Christians ought to and must submit to them. But the thing that where he is running right into them is he's saying, but you are not over the church. Well, you do not have authority over the church and who those authorities are to submit to. Sure. Well, well, and they ultimately <laughs> have to submit to yeah. Jesus themselves. Yeah. What? Yeah. So when the authorities trespass their legitimacy by trying to exercise its kind of uh, the, the lordship over the church, they cross the line. I yeah. think that's. Pastor Wang Yi was even, uh, you know, in his declaration of uh, even the uh, uh, civil disobedience yes. um, uh, to the new new regulation on religious affairs. He declared that, yes, he's willing for the sake of the gospel uh, to disobey this uh, evil law, but at the same time, he's willing 
even take the suffering yes. by this civil disobedience, right. so by it, acknowledging this, uh, even uh, the, their civil uh, authority. So tr- Trump's administration has actually put out some statements about the harsh sentencing Pompeo, of Pompeo. Uh, Pompeo so, yeah. um, the State Department. The State Department's also done some stuff. Uh, is is our administration yeah. going to put any further pressure on uh, re, uh, on the Chinese government to release Pastor Wang Yi? I have no doubt about it. I mean, this administration, uh, uh, according to my experience, compared to the uh, last three administrations that mm-hmm. I had dealt with, is the most active administration in the presidential, vice presidential, secretary state level mm. wow. on promoting religious freedom globally. Wow. The most active one. Wow. So, so, that, um, so he, mean, he beats I, out Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, and Obama. Oh, yes. All the three. Wow. And I have seen um, with firsthand experience yeah. how active even President uh, uh, Trump made a very uh, bold uh, uh, decision from the Oval Office um, in like 10 days after he took uh, uh, the uh, T. in as president uh, by rescuing um, a fellow uh, uh, um, uh, human rights lawyer's family from China, huh. uh, and uh, who was uh, who? I mean, the mother and the two children who were uh, even kidnapped after they escaped to Thailand. Yeah. And it was wow. President Trump's uh, decision from the Oval Office to order the U.S. Uh, uh, all the assets in Southeast Asia and rescued this family hmm. in Texas. Wow. So I have this uh, personal experience, uh, and certainly, you know, Vice President Pence, um, repeatedly in the most uh, high-level uh, meetings in the, from the UN and to uh, public conferences, mentioned Pastor Wang Yi's name wow. yeah. uh, and asked China to release him. So that's before his right. sentence in the past year. You know, one of the things that is really difficult, especially for Christians in America, to um, to to stomach is watching our brothers go through this and all we can do is see it and share it on Facebook and Twitter and talk about it outside of praying. Is there anything else we can do or what, how, how can we help right now? Yeah, that's a very good, uh, you know, question. We, uh, outside the prayers, what kind of, uh, prayerful, you know, specific actions we can take. Yeah. I think, uh, certainly our elected representatives, officials uh, can, uh, put further pressure, um, especially using the existing sanction tools. Uh, you know, President Trump um, uh, kind of uh, signed uh, several uh, laws, uh, and uh, including, you know, the law called a Global uh, Human Rights Accountability, uh, Global Magnitsky Act um, mm. on Human Rights and Accountability, and the Frank Wolf International Religious Freedom Act. According to these laws, and this, the uh, the perpetrators, those persecutors, uh, is uh, supposed to be held accountable uh, with the various sanctions, including revoke their visas uh, uh, from mm. you know from entering into the U.S., uh, freeze the you know assets of those persecutors. Yeah. You know, most Communist Party officials, uh, they have their concubines, they have the mm. lovers, they have the family members, children, and major trillions of dollars 
kind of uh, uh, transferred into the U.S. hiding. Oh. Uh, and uh, wow. so, if you like, uh, if we like, do a little bit on them, uh, you will see their evil will be restrained. Wow! And wow. Uh, certainly, you know, we should call, uh, you know, repeatedly for the for the business communities. You know, the That's... the the when they trade with China and the religious freedom and the persecution of our fellow brothers and sisters yep. should be on the top, uh, you know, uh, agenda. Yeah. Tell mm. their Chinese counterparts that, uh, you know, as, as long as you're persecuting your brothers and sisters, we can't have a, with a, you know, good conscience uh, mm. to treat with the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, those who are setting up uh, labor camps uh, or, you know, concentration camps. Right. Um, so I think, uh, you know, there are a lot of tools uh, and venues we can we can do to improve. So so you just touched on this. Um, Trump is fixing this. It sounds like he's fixing to sign a trade deal. The word fixing is a Texas word. Yeah, by yeah. The way, you I, I figure by so right. yeah. He understands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Trump is fixing to sign a trade deal with China, I think like January 15th or something. Yeah. Really, yeah. really. He said phase one yeah, is going to get one. signed. How is that going to impact? Uh, situations like Pastor Wang Yi and what's going on in China? I'm, uh, of course, um, concerned uh, that, um, you know, uh, without um, a very clear uh, um, message on the agenda, uh, mm -hmm. kind of a parallel with the trade negotiation uh, on addressing the this uh, grave, you know, religious uh, uh, persecution. I mean, under this Chinese uh, dictator, President Xi, China's religious persecution has fallen to the worst uh, that since the uh, beginning of Cultural Revolution. Right. You know, that's in 40 years. Right. And um, so nobody should turn a blind eye. I mean, I'm not against trade, right? I mean, uh, business relationship, sure. and uh, it's really uh, a very uh, hard situation already after former President Bill Clinton lobbied Congress and make China uh, enter into the WTO and uh, give China the most favored nation and and uh, under uh, then Secretary Hillary Clinton separate, the, there's a delink uh, purposely delink between the human rights and trade um, and economics. Wow. So Chinese, uh, you know, communist regime was popped up, actually, you know, by our free world yeah. and the appeasement mm. policies. Yeah. So it's almost uh, too, too big a tiger now to control wow. by cutting off the whole trade relationship, right? I mean, yeah. you, you go to Walmart, right? Uh, how yeah. many <laughs> items yeah, are not China. made in China, yes, right? Right. That's right. That's right? You can find. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, and and the sad thing is that there are a lot of uh, products were even made by the hands of our brothers and sisters in labor camps, wow. in prisons, like Pastor Wang, wow. like many other Christians. And there's one million, you know, Uyghurs, uh, ethnic minority, yeah. predominantly Muslims yep. in West China, are in the concentration camps. Yeah. Yeah. They are making like uh, soccer balls. For the word uh, soccer ball game, and to Earth. you know the cotton things uh, of the the clothes. Yeah, yeah. So it's documented. Um, so I think, um, I mean, when President Trump, I I, I hope and pray, and uh, that uh, when President Trump 
signed this deal on January 15th in the White House. Um, this human rights, uh, religious freedom agenda won't be pushed uh, on the side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so I, I, I mean, I, I know, uh, you know, uh, from the senior administration officials that, uh, you know, including when I met with Vice President Pence in his office, uh, he made a commitment that uh, religious freedom is the most uh, foreign policy agenda mm. in this administration. So I will count his word on this. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. So, hope, so uh, Bob, that, uh, uh, this will happen. Yeah. Bob, why has uh, religious persecution been intensifying in China under Pat, under uh, uh, President Xi? Is it, is it, do you think God's doing something there? Do you think, um, uh, you know, China's fixing to explode with the gospel? I mean, you know, why is persecution intensifying? From the uh, spiritual perspective, certainly God is uh, in, in a total sovereignty and uh, laughing the persecutors by, you know, even in the midst of or despite of the suffering and the persecution, the church has become the fastest growing church really uh, since the time of Adam. That's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> right. I thought, you know, but, uh, when the Communist Party took power, uh, the number of Chinese Christians is barely one million. Less than one million Christians after one and a half centuries, you know, uh, blood and sweat by the foreign missionaries and, uh, you know, many even martyred in China. Yeah. And, uh, but after nonstop persecution in the past 70 years, do you know how many Christians are now estimated with the kind of a, a most trustworthy number is uh, today, I mean, the number of Chinese Christians, according to a sociologist from Purdue University of Indiana, and uh, it, the number has reached to at least 116 million. Huh. After huh. 116 that, That's more million. than in the U.S. That's a, more than, yeah, more than a third of the U.S. Uh, yep. A population, and by 2030, the projection is China will host the largest Christian population among every nation wow. in, on this earth. Wow. So the number will reach to at least 224 million wow. in 2030. One, one of the other. And so, yeah, persecution will never really stop the church growth. No. But because of the presidency on the conventional uh, wisdom, this guy is uh, nicknamed as the Chairman Moore Jr., or they call him Hitler, like the youth Hitler. <laughs> the President Xi Jinping. Hitler? Is that what you're saying? Hit, Hitler? They use, his, uh, they use uh, the first two, two, uh, were, uh, two alphabets of his uh, uh, first uh, uh, last oh. name, C. Yeah. yeah, and then add to uh, Tiller, so it's uh, uh, Chitler. Chitler, yeah, yeah, uh, Chitler, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hitler. Oh, wow. Hitler, yeah. wow, wow. So one of the other so things, he decided to, one yeah, of the things going China to a left turn. Yeah, one of the other things going on in all in in, in the news right now has been the Hong Kong protests yeah. since uh, last June. Um, can you fill us in from your perspective? What's going on with that, and how is that connected, connected. to yeah. all of this? Yeah, um, if at all. Yes, uh, in 1984, the Chinese Communist leader signed a declaration uh, uh, between China and the United Kingdom. 
uh, joined communique and uh, with the registered in the UN uh, made a commitment China at least in 50 years after uh, Hong Kong was handed over to China uh, since 1997 should, uh, Hong Kong should keep as a so-called one country two systems which means Hong Kong should remain as a capitalist city with the uh, kind of basic freedoms and rule of law guaranteed right and but as you know the communist party under this, especially this regime, uh, President Xi um, has lost patience. <laughs> and they are hurrying up to make it one country, one system. Mm-hmm. It's the communist system. Ah. And the uh, six, six months ago, they forced the Hong Kong legislature to take a bill called the extradition bill. According to that bill, anyone, including Americans or travelers to, to Hong Kong and the Hong Kong citizens, could face extradition if they are even suspected of national security crimes. So that prompted the, the massive protest of, you know, up to three million people on one day took to the streets. You remember? Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. on the New Year's Day, uh, over one million, uh, another one million on yeah. New Year's Day in 2020 yep. took to the streets. Yep. And uh, the instead of uh, really, you know, listening to the democratic voices, the Hong Kong government and the Chinese Communist Party sent its uh, uh, secret agents, I mean, using uh, absolutely excessive violence. I mean, uh, even real bullets. I mean, this uh, journalist lost the right eye, you know, from Indonesia uh, because the rubber bullets hit her. And you have, in the past six months, at least 7,000 were arrested from 83 years old to 12 years old, mm. 83 years old to 12 years old, and many were extradited uh, back to mainland China for torture and interrogation. Mm. In the past six months also, uh, 3,000 were declared mysteriously suicide death. <laughs> and end up in the river. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Wow. So there is a there is a massacre happening. Wow. Yeah. And one so, of the so things this is, uh, this is horrible. One of the things we've seen on the news here and there. I mean, it's been not not widespread, but here and there we've caught video clips of these protesters singing Christian hymns. And and I and my my question is is how much of the Hong Kong protests is driven by Christians and and a in a sense of uh, the 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 necessity for Christian freedom. Yes, uh, the Christian population in Hong Kong is about 15 some percent, but they have become the backbone, mm. the real motivator, and really the stabilizer for the whole peaceful, I mean, the, 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 for the whole protest from the start. Yeah. And you have, for the first time, you know, many very a traditionally very apolitical uh, kind of churches, conservative churches, um, you know, who rarely participate in any political events and took to the streets and uh, because they feel the danger is coming. Enough is enough. Yeah. And so that's why at one of the largest protesting uh, day uh, that suddenly, simultaneously, the whole crowd uh, on the street singing, uh, sing hallelujah to the Lord. Mm. It became their first uh, kind of Hong Kong protest anthem yeah. on the street. Wow. The whole you know, street singing 
sing hallelujah to the Lord. Wow. Um, so there is something more powerful than just a, you know, social protest. Right. So, so, God's hands on, is there. Yeah. So, so Bob, well, before we let you go, I just have to tie this all together. You really hit a nerve when you talked about earlier, just businesses and how we can influence uh, outside of just not, a, you know, we got to pray, keep praying, pray for our brothers. That's the biggest thing, but the businesses and how we do business with China and what we're doing over there, how that influences um, whether or not our brothers can get out and what can pr- actually protect them by the business that we do with uh, trade with uh, China. But when you see something like what happened with the NBA in Hong Kong and then the, the collar that was pulled from China on the NBA, if they brought you into a room to talk to the NBA and talk to NBA players, what would you have told them at that point? And how would you have guided them to react to what happened with the comments that were made concerning Hong Kong and the move that China put on there? How would you instruct them to act? I would tell the NBA players or the owner of these clubs uh, who are doing business in China, you know, with their shows um, that, um, um, that stand up, uh, you know, and, and speak up and um, uh, that take courage. Uh, don't, uh, you know, sell our freedom is not for sale. Mm. Uh, and so don't be intimidated. And the fact that uh, the Chinese government uh, has tried, uh, and even in some, some ways successfully, to silence, uh, you know, some NBA players and even make, you know, coerce these NBA players to even uh, not only silent on the face of the evil in China, but also to side it with the Chinese government, try to justify. And uh, that shows the long arm of the Chinese communists. It's not Mm. even ended in the China's border. It's already reached to Houston, to the rocket team, to to their players, to the owners. And uh, so... We that that's that if that is not alarming to our very freedom, to our existence, uh, our values, where can we finally wake up? I think you know wow. that's a real wake up call. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, uh, besides that, of course, you know, we we are Christians. We we should um, also uh, uh, kind of try every way to empower and support the persecuted Christians. I mean, we at China Aid, we have a project we call the Sunday School in a Box. Basically, for the first time uh, under communism, even uh, last year, the Chinese Communist Party ordered all the Chinese Christians, uh, Christian children, to sign a Communist Party prepared form to renounce their faith. Wow. All the children. Wow. We are talking about millions of Chinese children with tears forced to sign a form to renounce Christ's name, I mean, renounce their faith. Mm. So we built this project by, you know, telling the communists, you, you don't want our children to accept the Bible. So we put a, a, a Bible player, a video Bible player, with all the scriptures there, with the uh, Pilgrim's Progress video, with Jesus movie, all uploaded there, so, you know, $75 per packet with the children copies, children's Bible in one box. We want to deliver a, a box to every one of those persecuted Christian families. Mm. So that kind of thing will empower, will, you know, the persecuted Christians will tell the persecuted 
guaranteed that they're not forgotten yeah. and will tell the persecutors, you cannot cut off our brothers and sisters in China from the free world. Wow. Wow. That's good. Bob Fu, ChinaAid.org. Um, are you on Twitter? Can we find you on Twitter too? Yes. My Twitter is the Bob Fu uh, number four China. All right. Hey, Bob, thank you for joining us, brother. We want to keep in touch with you. Keep us informed of what's going on, and hopefully we get a chance to talk again and, and get praise God for you know our brother getting yeah, out of jail. That's, that's what I want to see. Yeah, Keep praying good. for our persecuted brothers and sisters. More cross-politic when we come back. Classical Conversation supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview in fellowship with other families. We provide a classical, Christ-centered curriculum local, like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and we train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit our website at classicalconversations.com. Classical. Christian. Get connected. Get community. Welcome back to Cross Politic. I do. Can you give me some water? You're just going to do that right now? Yeah. Aren't you the water boy? We just started recording and you're going to... I'm thirsty. Everybody oh. say hi to Neil. Thanks, man. Yeah. Everyone say hi, hi to Neil. Hi, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. Did you guys see this? you guys know who Rose McGowan is? Rose mm-hmm. McGowan? Yes. Uh, she's an actress. Uh, I don't know. She had a brief. Well, I don't know her. She's in. Uh, is that the is one she? who uh, killed her mother? Uh, I don't know. This is not what we discussed that um, we we're going to talk about on she, this segment. Oh, she's. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. She's written a New York bestseller called Brave. Oh, no, that's not her. Sorry, um, Sorry Rose. She Wrong was person. a four part documentary series, Citizen Rose. She's been on the cover of a bunch of magazines. I don't know. Apparently, she's. She was. Uh, the magazine, the some magazines, Time Magazine Person of the Year in 2017 for speaking about out about sexual assault and I, harassment. I barely remember 2019. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, that's 2017. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, she tweets out, "Dear hashtag Iran, the USA has disrespected your country, your flag, your people. 52 percent of us humbly apologize. We want peace with your nation. We are being held hostage by a terrorist regime. We do not know how to escape." Please do not kill us. Oh my god. Hashtag Soleimani with a with a flag flying. Uh, Iranian, Iranian flag. flag. Oh my god. Uh, I just I just I just want to say that. We are being held hostage by a terrorist regime. You can leave America. We could go to war. You can leave. You go to Canada right now. We do not know how to escape. Oh my goodness. This 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 girl doesn't know. And I mean, well, uh, I, well I, I am her, trying to figure out some of the things that are happening. I don't agree in any way, nor did I want that to reflect my position at all. Exactly. <laughs> not at yeah. all. Just this, this poor girl is, is uh, not fully clothed either in her uh, Twitter uh, uh, icon picture. Okay. And uh, if, if I think if she went to Iran like that, she would be killed. I, I don't think she, she would figure out what a terrorist, uh, uh, terrorist regime is. I think really she might, is. she might kind That's of funny. come to find out what a, what a terrorist regime actually are you done? is. Yes. Anyways, are, are you, are you um, done? I'm sorry. I was just distracted <laughs> about this, um, but uh, Bob Fu. That oh, was wow. really good. I mean, talk about some sanity Yeah. in yeah. the middle of some insanity. Yeah. Right. Um, Pray for him. Um, Pray for China. The thing that really, like, I, I saw your lights go on and my lights, <laughs> like, we were all, I don't, know, I don't know about you, Gabe. Do your lights? No, I'm kidding. That, that, <laughs> it's like the sun rising. I'm sorry. It's like the sun rising. <laughs> slowly, slowly, but surely. It comes. No, no but the yeah. line that hit me was when you asked the question, 
what can we do besides pray? Yeah. And, and he went, went to business. Yeah. He went to business and he says, you know, talking about, I mean, all the things that are made in China yeah, and the fact that, and this tied in with the question about the trade deal as well. Yeah. But, um, we, if you're a Christian businessman yeah. and you're getting stuff from China, how are you, are you thinking about your brothers and sisters in China? Yeah. And it doesn't mean who are it, making those products right. in prison camps. It, yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Um, or are in some way, um, supporting the anti-Christian regime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there are concentration camps. There are these work camps. There's forced labor camp. I mean, all this stuff all over the country. And Christians being um, hauled off, separated from their families, put in detention centers, right. like Pastor Wang Yi, and he's asking Christians who, or, who buy things from China, who do or, business, who yeah. do business with China, or 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 sell things or trade right. things with China, uh-huh. are you thinking about that? And and are you thinking about how you can be a Christian in your business dealings yeah. with China? Yeah, that's where how you can influence. Boom. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah, and, and like. That's a, that's a, that's a thing. And and we've been, yeah. you know, we talked about the NBA thing. I mean, that's one of the biggest places where the, where the NBA could have done something significant. China, there. Chinese yep. government's uh-huh. got the hooks in the NBA. That's you right. just talked about this. I got to jump in there. Cause I, I, I want to make sure this is a part of the conversation. You yeah. talked about, um, uh, was, who was it? It was Peter Hitchens's book, right? Yeah. And the fact that the phony victory, the phony victory. Yeah. yeah. You're talking about that book. And you said that, that what can happen is that we can have a whole bunch of power. Yeah. And and be hollowed out yeah. and no will to fight. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. No, 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 no courage. Right. Yeah. Peter, and, Peter Hitchens uh, book, um, The Phony Victory. I'm, I'm only like 50 pages into it I so far it last night. But it's um, it's it's the it's meat. Yeah. yeah, it's really good meat. And he he's walking this fine line and, and he, he sets it up in the introduction. I think just really carefully and, and respectfully where he's he's not trying to trash um, World War Two, but it's a it's an expose of World War Two. Yeah. And a number of significant fumbles that were made, he believes, yeah. especially leading up to the war. Yeah. Um, and and he thinks, and he lays it at the feet, ultimately, of um, certain, uh, he's particularly talking about Britain. Yeah. He's talking about leaders of Britain who have this um, kind of old guard um, hubris and pride about the grandeur of Great Britain and right. the old empire when in fact the actual power of the of the country has been hollowed out yeah. and and now it's a setup and so you know the the big uh, particular um, place that he he uh, uh, goes after is the whole uh, debacle with Poland and the way that Great Britain signs a treaty with great with Poland promises to have their back right and like 7 days later i don't know shortly um you know Hitler, uh, Hitler invades and Great Britain does nothing I think they, you know, they, I think they technically declare war yeah. and do nothing. Send out a letter. Uh, they're like, uh, <laughs> yeah. this is really yep. bad. Hey, Hitler, could you please yeah. stop? And, uh, and um, but anyway, don't do that. But you're right. And, and, the, and immediately, and, and I, maybe Hitchens is going to do this somewhere in the book, but, um, but specifically then, I mean, actually he does it in various ways, showing how that kind of mode, that modus operandi, that yeah. way of doing business, um, uh, bluffing and counting on a certain kind of prestige or view um, has set up foreign policy blunders all the way to the present. Right. And, and including in the middle East. Yeah. So, so the stuff we're talking about, the mess that we got ourselves into in Iraq and mm-hmm. Kuwait and Syria and Iran and all this stuff, he, he says arguably stems from a certain set of assumptions and way of doing business going all the way back to world war two uh-huh. um, book as well with your time. But the thing that really struck me was, 
um, we I don't know that we're there quite yet. Right. Well, some of our institutions but, are, but we are yeah. we are currently our rot- universities. we are rotting out from the inside <laughs> yeah. well, right as right. we speak. I mean, the fact yeah. that we have women in the military, yep. was, the fact that we're sending our, our, our in military. daughters yep. into war, uh, homosexuals uh, parading in the streets, yep. um, we but, are rotting out. And what will happen is you can have this facade that still looks powerful yep. and glorious. But what happens is when when the soul of a people is rotted out, they will no longer have the will. That's to right. They have all the power. Exactly they can still have right. the guns. Yeah. Yeah. They can still have the bombs. Yeah. But if you don't have the will, right. if you don't have um, the spiritual reality yeah. of courage right. and believing in truth and goodness right. and in yeah. God and beauty, and beauty all these yeah. things, you won't have the will to win. I think the flip side of that is when when you have will but no morality you just kind of get anarchy but but on, i on the but flip I, side but, of yeah that. but i don't because think it's really will no no and and here's here's the deal like, this is going back to our our talk with hong kong and with uh pastor fu that's right um, uh bob fu but one of the things too if you look at the nba you got to remember the makeup of the nba yeah. okay the nba became the way that black people were able to make money for themselves and get yeah. out of certain circumstances sure. Sure. and the nba was predominantly white yeah, and just in a generation, yeah, it changed drastically. Two generations. Right. I'm going to pour some more of this cross politic coffee. Do that. Yeah. Do that. Hey, uh, you can find it crosspolitik.com. <laughs> uh, but and so now you got to remember the black people in America who who were pushed aside, who were uh, forgotten about, who were enslaved at one point in America, come into a position of some massive power as right. players in the NBA, right? Who know what oppression looks like, who uh, know what slavery yeah, looks like, yeah. and here they are now. Yeah. Hollowed out in right. one sense. It's complicated. It's it, yeah, and, and now here they are it's have opportunity. Yeah, yes, yeah. to have opportunity now to stand up and say something yeah. on a global, on a global scale. Yeah. And it, they didn't say anything. Right. They yeah. walk back and let the hooks be pulled. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that talk about being hollowed out and right. having will, but yet no right. in having power right. but no will, right. no courage. Yeah. Right. That's exactly what's just happened. Right. And and notice that I mean they have a form of will. And that's form. what I mean yeah. what I'm yeah. to say this yep. to you, Gabe, is like they have a form of will. They say it's complicated, I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to get into politics. Right. right. But that will won't stand up right. to real evil. But then right. they they slaughter everybody who says that on their side of the conversation when it comes to social sure. justice. So don't yeah. talk yeah. to me right. about it being complicated. Yeah. You yeah. know, and so the, I don't believe you. Anyway, so right. I just want to put that in the narrative of what you yeah. were. And here's another piece. I'll just bring another piece of this pie. And we got in. a third one. Yeah, here's another piece. Um, so one of the things that Bob Fu pointed out in the interview was how previous administrations have handled China. Right. Um, and, oh. and, 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 the, and we brought this up when we were talking about the Soleimani stuff. That was shocking. Iraq and Iran. Yes. Yeah. Um, the previous administrations have predominantly focused on uh, financial aid. Yeah. Um, just send them lots of money, do a lot of trade, and stepping away from the human rights and right. religious issues. freedom issues. Right. But here's the in thing: in fact, inviting China to be part of the um, uh, world the UN, trade organization. The world trade organization. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and and the thing to note though is is that fits with a materialistic worldview. Uh-huh. Okay, if you humanism, it. yeah, humanism. If 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 in an evolutionary worldview, right. all we have are our chemicals, yep. which means that all we are, uh, the, the significant things in life are all material conditions. That's right. right. And so, if you believe in that, if you believe in evolution, right. fundamentally, there's no God, there's no spirituality. Right. It's all material reality. Um, then what you do to change people and change things is you have to mess with materials, the material circumstances, yep. and Marxism, and that's, that's right. what is fundamentally oh. Marxism is just. Um, the yeah. ec- economics and and social um, of humanism, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, work yeah. of of human, uh, yeah, uh, well, of evolutionary, evolutionary Darwinian thought. Right. 
Yeah, that's uh, the foundation so, of it. And right. so what the, the idea is, and I, I, I bet if you sat down Hillary Clinton, you know, who, who you know, gave tons of money or whatever yeah. to, to um, China. Or, or Margaret Thatcher, who signed the Hong Kong deal yeah. back in 84. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Who, who was the that, guy? Who's the guy that who's the um, our, our buddy um, who's also uh, spent some time in China who we've interviewed a few times. He's from oh, Idaho. Oh, Steve Yates. Steve, Steve, Steve Yates, Yates point this out as well. Yep. The theory is that if you um, somehow give the material uh, comfort, yeah. right, that's regeneration, then they will be nice. <laughs> right. right. Or, it's, or they'll become democratic. It's, and it's, yeah, it, right. Well, it's, that's, that's what <laughs> I mean. They'll have a democracy. They'll be good and nice yeah, right. and they'll, and they'll respect human rights because right. they're happy. And the reason why people are mean right. is because they've been deprived or they're yeah. poor or they're because mistreated. They don't have or, yeah, yeah, right. And again, this is, and this connects to critical theory yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. It's why do people do things bad? Because they don't, they have a hard life. They've yeah. been oppressed. Uh, they don't have right. rights. Right. They've been mistreated. They and don't so, have access to health care. And so you <laughs> give them lots of money. You give them clothing. Yeah. Give them health care. Give them all these things, and they will be good. It's regeneration by materialism. Now, make, oh, make the difference right. between that and how Christian businesses operate right. by not doing business right. with them based on how they operate. Because in the same sense, you're kind of do- – are you doing the same no. thing when you say I will retract my business if you don't do this? No, that's, that's just, because the difference is that's just a tactic. It's and You understand that it, well, fundamentally what changes people is – God has to give somebody a new heart. Well, it's not, and, and it's, and it's ethically yours. Ethically, I can't do this. My conscience is pricked by this. It's not just a tactic. It's part of it. But the business oh, owner sure, himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The business, so the business has a conscience. Is serving Christ. <laughs> right. He, he is serving Christ when he does his business. Right. And so because you serve Christ, because you've been regenerated by the work of the Holy Spirit. How you do business. By the gospel. Yeah. Now flows out your fingertips. It flows out your checkbook. It flows out That's right. um, your business model. That's right. Well, because also one of the other differences here is someone who's a Christian and has a, a great business, a great product. People are wanting to do business with that person, yeah. not just because he's got a great product. Oftentimes they're wanting to do business with them because I really he's like honest. that person. Yeah. He's honest, honest right? That's exactly. Right. Yeah. He won't. He won't stab you in the so back. So the gospel's flowing through right. that yeah. whole yeah. process. I just wanted to separate those two because yeah. I don't want to yeah. be. But I say, oh, when I say tactic, great. though, but I just mean if you're dealing with non-Christians, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're a Christian, you, your business dealings with that non-Christian. If you say, "Hey, I'll do this trade deal with you," or yeah. "I'll do this business deal with you." If you are not participating in any of the oppression of my brothers and sisters, yeah. that on, on, its, on itself is not going to save their souls. That's right, what I mean right. by tactic. Right, right. No, that's what I want to make clear. But what it is is doing is, is being a witness. Well, that's what, yes. And, right. and it's saying, I stand with Jesus and I stand with Jesus' people. So I won't. So yeah. I, I won't do business with yeah. you if you're going to be using this business Wong Yi to, to, to crush yeah, my brothers right. and sisters. That's now, right. in the process, they might say, well, why? Right. And then you might say, well, because Jesus is God in the flesh and he died and rose again for our sins. This is his world. Right. And this is his world. And in the process, they might come to Christ. But yeah. that, those those economic tactics, business tactics, aren't themselves evangelism. That's right. right. Um, that's, that's that's just what I mean by tactic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in the process, but they flow out of gospel. They're flowing yeah. out of your gospel commitment, and in the process, God may bless those things to bring real renewal. And in the short term, at least, it may put economic pressure on them right. to at least yeah, do absolutely. good. But yeah. I, I want to reiterate a little bit: there is a difference between a non-Christian trying to use that tactic and a Christian businessman trying to use sure. that well, tactic. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You you can't get past uh, the economic problems there. You can't get past the the um, uh, human rights problems there if you're just some random non Christian business. What do you mean by can't get past? Um, Well, there's there's no impact from someone who's not a Christian. I mean, 
when you're a Christian, God sanctifies you in what you're doing. Right. God, God's there with you. He's sanctifying it. He's touching it. And he, you're, you're very, you're very much in a different position than the person who's not a Christian. And let's say you even have the same business. Sure. You, you're both making trinkets right. or, or widgets or whatever, yeah. but God is doing something very much different in the relationship of how that businessman is trying to do a deal with China right. than the non-Christian business and right. how he's trying to do a deal with China. And I, I agree with that. I would just only add just that that doesn't mean then though we don't care how the non-Christians do their business. No, no. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would still want to use the rule of law and yep. just Christian persuasion yeah. to try to still get even non-Christian business yeah. owners to say, look what they're doing to, to all the minorities and yeah. religious people in, in China. But if, it, if a godly Christian businessman is, is doing that, that's going to be attractive for yeah. all the other non-Christian well, businesses. One, one yeah. is done in faith. One is done in unbelief. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 and, that, and that is significant. It's that huge. is a huge point. All right, like guys, that. before we wrap this up, we, um, we, we need to go over um, the 2019 highlights of cross politic. Okay. Hey. All right. um, because, you know, it was a fun show. I mean, this has been an awesome blessing. To do yes. This. And it's I think fantastic. And I think what we want to do is we just want to, we want to thank God. Amen. Um, with, our audience yeah, for his blessing on 2019. Yeah. And, and so we, we went through, I mean, this is kind of just our favorites. Yeah. Let me look at that list real quick. This is our favorites from 2019. We did nine. Cause you know, it's 2019, 19, you know, yeah. Are these in the order that we I don't, want? I don't know that they're necessarily in order. I okay, think these are right. the, in the order of sort of our biggest shows shows that seemed the most significant. It's a mixture. I think of okay. shows that were most popular with you all, yeah. Slash shows that were most impactful to us, impactful yeah, to yeah, us, right. And of course, there were tons of others along the way. Okay, right. so who's first? All yeah. right, I'm going. Yeah. Peter, speaking of Peter, Peter yeah. Hitchens, Peter Hitchens, we interviewed him on Brexit. Yep. Yes, that was uh, that's probably one of the best downloads of Brexit that I had yeah. seen or uh, been through. And yeah. I had a lot of people follow up and say that they had been following the Brexit thing and yeah. had not heard such a cogent explanation yeah. as what they heard on right. our show, Peter Hitchens. Thank you, yeah. Peter Hitchens. Yeah. I, loved, I loved his analogy about uh, the atrophied leg yeah. and how uh, it, it, UK is to the point where that atrophied leg can't recover. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and yeah. I think that's scary yeah. to be in that situation it is. To where your leadership has no ability to kind of yeah. gain strength because just wanna, you've been so atrophied over and the, time. And the same thing can happen to us. It, it, well, it, it is it, happening. It's happening. It's happening. But here's it's the deal, too. When you got to break the cast, you got to get that thing moving. Right. You got. You just have yeah. to. Number two on the list is Shepherd yeah. Conference Q&A, the recap that we did with Pastor Doug Wilson. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That, that was, was fire. the beginning of understanding something is happening yeah. underneath. Yeah. So uh, remember, this is the Shepherds Conference where Al Moeller was there, and what's his what's Todd Frill, Todd Frill, our boy Todd. Lots, no, 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 that wasn't Todd. That was Todd that was that was Phil Johnson. That was Phil Johnson. Oh, Mark that's Dever. right. That's right. You're that thinking of the, the go home, the go, go home. home. That's a different one. <laughs> different conference. That was actually a pretty big deal too. Yeah, that was, that was, anyway, was, Phil Phil Johnson was moderating. Was was yes. pressing Al Moeller on some of the social justice questions, right? Yeah. And, and, say, it, hey, and it got a little tense. It was the first time you. I don't think you ever see Al Moeller was in this position. Yeah. Right. And, and, and basically. <laughs> wait, wait. So tell it for our, our audio only listeners. What did you just do? Basically, when I sat back in my in, in my seat and acted like a dom, like a boss, like, like, like a like like a boss, like a oh, yeah. okay, yeah. And like, he and he was like a godfather. I had never yeah. seen him like that. And he basically did one of these moves to Phil. Yeah. He's like, like, 
and, and if, if you're on the street and that's basically open up your arms like what's let's up go. let's go let's go and, and, and if you're on the street you anybody knows what that means yeah. I don't care what language you speak yeah. I don't care what country you're from when you throw your arms open like bring it here yeah boy I, that's that's drama anyways DW <laughs> Doug Wilson he had some good, really good things to say yeah. about basically said that, that the, the fault lines have been drawn yeah we yep. walked through that with him Joseph yeah. back home oh. um, uh, when we did the live show in Seattle yep. at, yes. at the Crisis King conference uh, uh, with our Christ over, Christ politics. over politics conference, um, yeah. uh, where he said, we asked him, what can we be doing? Uh, how can Christians Make be getting involved in politics? And yeah. he said, just take 10 minutes a year. Yeah. He said, a if, year. if he said, if Christians took 10 minutes a year, yeah. that's right. To communicate with their leaders, yeah. their elected officials, about their priorities. He so, said nine minutes to communicate to your elected officials and one minute to vote. Yeah. That's what he said. He said he basically. Said, and he, he said that was the biggest problem yep. uh, in, in America. Yeah. Like, wh- why we are losing so much right. is because Christians. Just basic discipleship yeah. over, or, yeah. or should I say. Um, Won't be involved. Uh, management right. of what you, God's yeah. stewardship. Yeah. Right. Of what Ten God minutes. Given you. Ten yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah, that was, that was we huge. We got to do that. Okay. Um, I pedophile Maybe. on Amazon Prime. Wow, that show that was that. First of all, I, I never thought I would see a show on pedophilia looked at in a light that was sympathetic, sympathetic Basic, on Amazon yeah. Prime, yeah. and that's when the lights came yeah. on. At least for me, about what Vody talked about in uh, his his uh, gay is not the new black, right? Uh-huh. And he breaks out basically the stri- strategy from uh, after the ball. It was two yep. professors, I think, from Harvard, a person yeah, yeah. from Harvard. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that wrote a book on their strategy of how to take over or get sympathy uh-huh. in the nineties for homosexuality right. and, uh, I, HIV AIDS. Right. Was like, and he had three steps, three steps. It was desensitized jamming and conversion. conversion. Yeah. And he basically walks you through that and watching that yeah. process of how they've controlled the narrative. And right. now the next thing up is pedophilia. And, we and did, that was the desensitizing part of it. If you missed that show, you go, go find it. Yeah. We walked through it, taking, um, Vody Bakum's work on, uh, after the ball those three steps yeah. and um, took little clips from oh, iPedophile I, uh, from Amazon Prime and showed yeah. how that is happening now right. with pedophilia. Yeah, the Hong Kong protest is number five on the list. That was with Steve Yates, yes. our boy Steve Yates. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that yep. too. Yeah, That's right. And, and then just the whole NBA uh-huh. debacle with that. Yeah. You kind of talked about that. Was that was a good already. show. Yeah, that was, was, a, that was important. Also, social justice, critical theory, infiltrating conservative denominations. Was that one show? Or was that like <laughs> ten? Several shows. That um, was since January. After, I think yeah. after we went to the conference in Florida. Right, the Founders the, Conference. The Founders Conference in Florida. This just kept going throughout the and whole year. Of course, year. before that was the social justice statement. Yep, that they start. Yeah, they absolutely. had started. That was the previous year. Then they did the conference. But it seems like that's been a, a significant theme this year. And there have been a few shows where we've particularly focused on how it's infiltrating conservative denominations. The yeah. PCA and the SBC um, are not immune to yeah. these things. When, yeah. when you have um, a GA, PCA General Assembly this last year, when you have uh, a so Greg they, Johnson. Yes. Uh, uh, professing to be gay, a gay pastor on the floor of general assembly being applauded. Right. Um, right. speaking in defense, you know, against a particular of uh, adopting the Nashville statement, even right. though the Nashville statement was, uh, actually barely, you know, uh, passed. It was good enough to cause problems. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, but you have that and then contrast that with our, our boy, Steve Warhurst, yeah. uh, uh, pastor, Steve Warhurst, PCA yeah. pastor, who stood up to speak on behalf of a different resolution? Romans chapter one, uh, and and basically <laughs> read Bible verses yeah. in a calm manner. Exactly. Yeah, 
and was uh, was censured yeah. afterwards, or, or the well, they, they wanted to censure, or, or the or the moderator was censured for letting him talk right. for being immoderate. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, that's all. That's all right. it. Talk that's about it. talk about an atrophying leg, and then yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, and yeah. just the by what standard, kind yeah. of all in the middle of that. This year we also talked about drag queen story hour, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, you know it kind of became a thing. Yeah, but the, the thing that thing that hit me with this is what happened in um, in Spokane. What right. they're willing to do to protect <laughs> with a their sniper, priestess with a sniper on the roof. Yeah, priest. Yeah. It would put a sniper on the roof and to a, stop a man from coming inside a library and arrest, to pray. arresting a pastor yeah. holding a Bible. Holding a Bible. Yeah, yep. that was that's yep. telling you Th- something. This yep. is tied to the whole uh, Sorab Amari and French uh, David French uh, yeah. thing, yeah. which is kind well, of in some ways sort of a proxy yeah. war of yeah. sorts. Yeah. I, I don't want to align myself particularly with those people or even right. make too many comments on that particular spat. But under that, yep. there are tectonic plates moving in the yeah. conservative Fault world. Um, we right. saw this. Uh-huh. We, we saw this more recently <laughs> with the discussion over whether porn should be illegal or not. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, a number right. of conservatives saying, "Of course, porn should be illegal." Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and then the more and, libertarian and a conservatives, bunch of conservatives or, yeah. saying, like, including Glenn Beck. Yeah, which that's is, right. Saying that it, is right. it should be legal, and this is how we celebrate our freedom. Wow. Which is, that is awful. Wow. Maybe he doesn't understand Horrible. how freedom and liberty. Well, comes you know, to Mormonism it. messes people mm-hmm. up. Um, Mike Shero. Oh, Mike yeah, Shero on Christian businesses and Christian involvement. Yeah. We and, get on the phone with him, and yeah. he had just been in D.C. and yep. he was talking. He was in San Antonio with the just whole weeks before Chick Fil A. Yep. 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 So we got him on the phone, and there's some, in, there's some interviews that I schedule Chick-fil-A. where where David oh, where David on. and Pastor Toby are like, okay, why do we have this guy coming on? Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and then Mike just blew us out of the water. Oh, and, yeah. and one of the things that I think yeah. is connected to uh, uh, Joseph Backholm's point. I was gonna, I was gonna yeah, say yeah, it. it was yeah. Where, where, connected. Yeah, right. Where Mike Shero just said, "Hey, City Council never hears from Christian business." Never zero like, zip zilch. Yeah. He was talking to, to people on the city council and explaining the Christian view of this. Yeah. And the city council members were saying, thank you so much for calling yeah. and telling us yep. we, we didn't have any idea. The other thing that I took away from Mike Chereau, though, was also his point about Christian businesses being Christian leading yes. in the beginning with yep. their Christianity and pointing out that that's yep. actually um, a, not only is it just more direct and straightforward and faithful to yep. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. But he said, legally, it provides you with more protections. Right. Yeah. Because if you are a Christian from the outset. From the beginning. It's, and it's in your yep. bylaws and it's yep. how you do your That's business. Right. Then when somebody comes out as gay or trans right. or whatever, once you call you by some st- silly pronoun. Yeah. Right. And you say, sorry, we can't do that because we're a Christian business. Right. It's harder for them to prosecute you in that. You know who's figured this out? What's that? The Muslims in Dearborn, Michigan. Oh, they yeah. do all their business agreements yeah. and everything under Sharia law. Sharia law. Well, you, know, you know who so had the court- this figured out but doesn't anymore? Who's Chick-fil-A. Uh, Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Is that what you mean? Instead of being sort of undercover and then one yeah. day saying, okay, that's too far. Yeah. Exactly. Now that that's called that looks like bigotry because yeah. actually it kind of is. Yeah, yeah. is yeah. If, if you're only Christian when you care enough, yeah, that's called bigotry, right? <laughs> right? right. And, and they've got a point. Yeah. If, if Christians hide it, yeah. so don't hide it. Lead with it. Yeah. All right. Last thing, Chick Fil A gives up the conservative Chick-fil-A. charade. Yeah. Um. Last thing before you hit the music, uh, book recommend. We keep forgetting to do this. The Puritan Hope. Puritan Hope. Uh, this is my book recommend for this week. The Puritan Hope by Ian Murray. Revival and the Interpretation of Prophecy. You need to get this. Ooh. Put it on your reading list for this year. Ian Murray is chronicling how the mainstream view of Puritans in the late 16th and 17th century was the victory of Christ 
over the nations, yeah. including Spurgeon later on would be one of the heirs of this view. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but believing that, um, that the, 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 the spread of the gospel, the promise of the gospel is, is not getting darker and darker, right? but it's actually getting lighter and lighter. Amen. That, that we have not yet seen the glories that are coming to those who trust in him. We die. And China knows this. And China knows China it, is yeah. going through this That's right why, now. Uh, it, it's, it's a threat. Yeah. yeah. It's a threat to all the kingdoms 100 of million Christians? And then, and then yeah, China government yeah. knows that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that. get it. The Puritan hope. Be a Puritan. If we missed anything on the list and you want to make up your own nine, yeah. send them to us at where, Gabe? Uh, contact at fightlaughfeast.com. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. If you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. Happy 2020. This is Cross Politics.